Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance, so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received the reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I would say probably one of my biggest Lenten fails was one year while I was a seminarian for Lent, I decided to give up coffee. And that particular penance, ultimately, as one of my friends puts it, that whenever we look at our Lenten penances, our penance should not become penance for others. And being one who had been drinking coffee since probably eighth grade, that really did affect my brother seminarians. They're like, can you just please take up that habit again? And I think this is important why I bring this up is because it taught me a very valuable lesson. And it's actually the very last part of this particular gospel. Whenever Jesus talks about when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. I mean, they say to you, they have received their reward. He then indicates to us how we should behave in the midst of it. And I think this is important for us to reflect upon because I think one of the most fruitful lines I've heard over the past year and a half was at retreat a couple of years ago. A priest quoted St. Josemaria, and I had not come across this line from him, but he said, cheerfulness is the best penance. Cheerfulness is the best penance. That is, whenever it comes to where we look at our penances, we can sometimes look at it kind of like an athletic contest. Am I fasting? What am I giving up? But instead, his indication was the best way in which we can do penance is to exude cheerfulness. Now, it doesn't mean some sort of slap-happy, smiley, laughing kind of disposition, but instead a disposition of cheerfulness in the face of whatever may come. And it's true. Because ultimately, that is the best penance, because there are days, whether we're fasting or whether it's just because we don't feel quite right, things aren't going our way, or whatever it may be, that ultimately, cheerfulness is the best penance, because at times, we want people to know that we're struggling, to know that it's difficult. And while there is certainly a place for being openly vulnerable and honest, as I think sometimes whenever people ask us how we're doing, we just simply respond, good. It's not always necessarily the best answer, to, but to be honest. But at the same time, there needs to be a disposition in the face of whatever comes our way. We can be honest, like, yeah, it's kind of rough, but the Lord is always good. 
Because then St. Josemaria would go on to explain what he meant by that. Again, not a sugary, simply kind of like just fake it till you make it kind of idea, but instead cheerfulness that is rooted in our identity and reality. Cheerfulness that's rooted in the fact that we are beloved sons and daughters of the Father. Because that is ultimately the truest reality. And whenever we remember who we are, what we are, and ultimately the meaning of the season of Lent, which is that we are redeemed by Christ, we are His. Then we can remind ourselves that no matter what comes, and we can be honest, yeah, today's kind of a rough day. It was a long day at work. I got near full for my boss. I have a headache, like whatever it may be. Same time, like, but you know what? God is still good, and God is always good. And so whenever we look at this season of Lent, I'd encourage all of you, and it's something that I encouraged our office to focus on this Lent, is that ultimately cheerfulness is the best penance. To recognize who we are in the eyes of our loving Father, because that is the most important thing. That is what's most fundamental to our identity in Christ. We are redeemed, we are loved, we are beloved. That is who we are. And so I want to encourage you in this season of Lent that whatever penances, extra practices that you're taking on, to learn the lesson I learned whenever I gave up coffee, to not make it a penance for everyone else. But instead, in whatever may come to us in life, in the season of Lent, but also beyond, that ultimately the Lord is good, that he cares for each and every one of us, and that each and every one of us are beloved sons and daughters of his. And that's reason good enough to smile.